Hello and welcome to the Fourth and Forever Emergency Podcast. And uh, we are obviously here to talk about the big news which broke over the last 12 hours. And that is that wide receiver Julio Jones of the Atlanta Falcons has signed a three-year $66 million deal with the Falcons. I'm just kidding. Of course, that's not really what we're here to talk about. Uh, we're obviously alluding to the story of the offseason. And it's taken a series of incredible hairpin turns over the last 24 hours, perhaps, resulting in the most absurd yet somehow predictable result. All-pro wide receiver Antonio Brown has been released by the Oakland Raiders and within a matter of hours, signs for the New England Patriots. Yeah. Thoughts, please, Darren. <laughs> Apparently it's God's plan. Hashtag, hashtag God's plan. Hashtag God's plan. I mean, oh, I don't know if I'm... Is, is, is this nailing on a, a New England Super Bowl berth again? I don't think so. Um, you don't think so? No, but it definitely doesn't hurt their chances, in my opinion. I don't think he's going to be a negative influence at all on this Patriots team. I think he's got what he wanted. Yeah, I think ultimately he wanted to be in a contender, and he's he's got that now. Um, the the whole Oakland Raiders thing just has been the most insane drama just week after week over the entire offseason. Obviously, it's been a bit of a blessing for a podcast just starting up during this offseason, but my God, I'm so out of breath when it comes to this thing now. To be fair, I was in <laughs> New York for most of this, so I haven't been on any podcast talking about Antonio Brown. Yeah, okay, well... Still, we've been like people have been listening to us every now and again get, get talking about it, but um, yeah, this has just been absolutely crazy. Um, so to to go over the the crux of the the deal and what happened, uh, so obviously there's been a whole bunch of things going on with Brown since he's been at Oakland. He arrives at training camp in a hot air balloon. Uh, to totally messes up his feet in a cryotherapy chamber, gets frostbite on them. He files two grievances with the NFL over his helmet, which he loses both of. Um, he doesn't show up to training camp. He starts getting fined for a lack of appearances. Uh, he then goes and posts some of his fine letters to Instagram as if uh, the team aren't supporting him. Uh, he then gets called in, has an altercation with general manager Mike Mayock. And there's been all sorts of different uh, interpretations of exactly what happened here. But the general consensus seems to be that they were pretty much about to come to blows before Vontez Burfecht, of all people, came in and separated Brown. And uh, then after that, apparently things had all kind of blown over. And Brown had apologized to his teammates. All the captains were behind him. And Gruden was like, yep, we plan on playing him against the Broncos. Uh, and then... Like uh, Brown goes and posts this really strange, uh, sort of hype video to uh, Twitter or Instagram, which seems to include a private conversation between him and uh, John Gruden, and I don't know if that was the final straw. If there was other stuff going on, but ultimately, the Raiders have cut Antonio Brown. They pretty much pay him no money because of his conduct detrimental to the team, voiding his guarantees and his contract. And uh, then within a very short space of time, he goes and signs a $15 million deal over one year 
with nine million guaranteed with uh, the Super Bowl champion New England Patriots. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> did, I, did I get that in a nutshell? <laughs> I guess so. Um, the main thing, the one thing I find interesting is that the Raiders have literally spent a third and a fifth to give yeah. New England Antonio Brown. And then when Antonio Brown doesn't sign next year, because obviously he'll want a more long-term deal, the Patriots are going to get another third-round pick. Probably. Yeah, exactly. It just works out fine. Patriots just keep being one step ahead of everything in the NFL. So, it, what do you think of this? He was cut... So, I've been up since 7am watching college football, and it's half-time mm-hmm. just now, so... Okay. Let's get it, let's get it moving, yeah. Um, and he was cut at 2pm, and at 4 o'clock he was eligible to sign for another team, and at 1 minute past 4... He had a verbal agreement with the Patriots. Now, considering that Drew Rosenhaus is um, the agent to Gronkowski and a couple of other Patriots players, how does that make mm-hmm. you a lifelong Broncos fan feel? Well, Darren, <laughs> how did you know I was going to go down this road <laughs> at some point? Um. It reminds me of a situation where the Patriots somehow picked up LeGarrette Blunt after he had been going going rather crazy and making lots of noise and stuff, and then just very quickly seemed to find himself on a a, a rather good looking roster in New England. Uh, but he's I, on a not... he was on a veterans minimum though. He lost his money. Yeah. Though. Same with James yeah. James Harrison, but. Tony was getting but, about the same amount of money he was going to get anyway this year. So. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't want to like go too much down the road of me uh, and and my usual character of uh, being anti patriots and stuff like that. But I mean, there's some potential to see this as maybe there being some tapping up, which has caused this to happen. Uh, I don't, I don't know that. I've not necessarily seen any evidence, but it's one of these things. It does look a bit suspicious on the on the face of it. Um, but yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't really like the idea of having uh, the Patriots' four wide receivers all being Pro Bowlers. Uh, so you got. Uh, obviously, Antonio Brown one side, Josh Gordon on the other side, who himself would be. Uh, like had it not been for his troubles, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL in his own right. Julian Edelman playing in the slot is incredible, like full-time pro bowler. Uh, they've brought Demarius Thomas back in again. He was a frequent pro bowler at the Broncos. It's um, And then you've got Jacoby Myers, like the fifth spot or whatever now. Um, it's just... On the, on the face of it, with that team now... I mean, yeah, okay, they're maybe a little bit like lacking at tight end, but that doesn't matter when you've got this sort of team. And the last time they had someone like Antonio Brown in their squad, that was Randy Moss. And th- like he managed to elevate that team and Tom Brady's production to uh, a 16-0 regular season. Uh, Tom Brady broke a whole heap of records, as did Randy Moss. And they went on to the Super Bowl where they lost to the Giants. So my take from this is that only Eli Manning can save us now. <laughs> save us, Eli. Please, you've got to do it for us. 
Yeah, I I don't really have much to add to this. Um, when I look at what's happened with Antonio, I think he just realised about a week ago that he didn't want to play for the Raiders anymore. And most of this stuff has been kind of his way of working himself around. Like if he'd had to play to get his money, I think he would have. Um, like yeah. on Friday, he did everything he needed to do to make sure that he at least had options. And then as soon yeah. as someone like Drew Horsenhaus or that comes to him and says, oh, actually, you know, the team one, team two, team three are actually interested in you and they'll give you at least 10 million if you... um. If you're mm. signing with them, then I think it was an easy decision for him to release that video and say, "Actually, no, release me. I've got, I've got bigger plans." And yeah, I don't know. I I look at this Raiders team, and I think Gruden's probably Gruden's underrated in what he's trying to do. I I still think that the team don't have a lot of money, um, in terms of like corporately, um, mm-hmm. their owner is a legacy who hasn't really proven that he knows what he's doing. And mm. Mike Mayock is the first time GM and I just don't think I think they were played. I think I think they've been played and that they haven't really done much this season to show that they weren't the kind of team that could get played. Other than the Patriots mm. who you don't really think, you know, if if he doesn't turn up to walkthroughs he's not playing at the Patriots. That's just the way yeah. it is. Oh, he's got stuff written into his contract now. But, I mean, obviously, now with there being no more training camp, he has no opportunities to go and absolutely mess things up in training camp. No. It is just the start of the season. Uh, and like he, Although he can't play against his old team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, in week one, uh, expect to see him maybe on the sidelines with a, a, a guest pass of some description. I don't know if he's allowed. Uh, he's still not. I think there's a 24-hour standout on signing, so he might not even be yeah. considered a no, player. No, no, that, that, that's it. No, no, yeah, yeah, that's it. Like I'm saying, he can't uh, play. He can't play. He can't suit up. He can't be with the team. But he can get just like a, a celebrity pass. You know, like you see someone on the sidelines like that. Uh, like you know, when, when you see bloody um, Chris Evans, uh, Mark Wahlberg on the sidelines and stuff yeah, he'll be, like that. He'll be overstanding beside Chris Evans and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah, I mean, th- th- this is 100% one of these cases where. A player is really taking things into his own hands, possibly through uh, through influence from Drew Rosenhaus, but it's it's using social media to give yourself all this leverage. But I mean, it's it's so it's just been so volatile. It's been such a crazy road to this point. Um, but the, the Patriots are just one of those teams that they'll they'll take him on, they'll they'll use him, they'll get him something, probably what he wants in terms of a, another potential Super Bowl berth. Um, yeah, it's... um, they, they may as well give it a go. Yeah. They've, you know, they've got now got Brown and Gordon and Edelman and what do you think the likelihood of um, Gronk Week 10 being like, oh, <laughs> actually... I'll just, I'll just come back on the roster and pick up myself another Super Bowl ring. Just just put me in for nothing. I mean, it totally depends on Gronk's health, but there has been a bit of a uh, an outstanding bet on some other podcasts and things where um, people are saying 
come about December time, maybe Gronk will come out of retirement then, but it's entirely dependent on his health, I think, because he was saying that he was in a lot of pain for several months after that Super Bowl. Um, so, yeah, seems well, like... for the time being, I think he's still done, but he might be wanting to just come back if he gets everything sorted out after a bit of time on the sidelines. Yeah, and then that will be scary, but they still have to be on the field. The um, defense, we're still waiting to see what happens with Chung. And mm. to be honest, you could make an argument that they've got the most technically gifted cornerback and wide receiver on their roster now, and Stefan Gilmore and Antonio yeah. Brown. So they're definitely loaded at the positions you want to be loaded yeah. at. Um, yeah, and they, they've just, they're they just constantly putting themselves in these situations where they can appear to beat everyone. I mean, like earlier on in the in the offseason, we're kind of looking at that roster being like, oh, well, Julian Edelman's getting on a bit and we don't know if Josh Gordon's going to be back and they've just got a couple of rookies they've picked up. And all of a sudden, like, boom, they have the best wide receiving core in the NFL when healthy and when not on drugs. It's true. I'm I'm intrigued to see who's going to run the ball back. I assume that Orlovsky's going to be the the wide receiver that's cut to make room for Antonio Brown. Orlovsky. Um, or Orshevsky, the the rookie that's number six on the death chart. So you're thinking of Dan Orlovsky's a quarterback. No, I'm not thinking of him. Olszewski, Gunner? Yeah. So he's been yeah. taking kick returns and he's a wide receiver. Mm. I wonder if he's the one that will go and who's going to return the kicks then? Edelman again? Mm. Yeah, well, they've got Philip Dorsett there as well. <laughs> he's, a, he's a speedster. And also, they, and the other forgotten man is Matthew Slater. So they're going to have to move some of these guys on. Yeah, Matthew um, Slater just must be a great rocker, locker room guy. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. See him on well, the field. Well then, stop paying him as an actual player and make him a coach. Yeah, no, like he's he's gonna get himself something somewhere. But yeah, I think that is just a stacked wide receiving room, and their their offensive line's still pretty good with like uh, like Shaq Mason as I win and uh, Joe, Joe Tooney and all that. Um, You've also got Jamie Collins yeah, the, back. Mhm, mhm. Like it's. It's, a, it's scary. So, yeah, we have to bump the Patriots back up to our number one seeds uh, again. Well, as if they'd ever fallen out of there, to be honest. Um, what does this mean for the Raiders? Uh, same same issues they had before. They're not very good. Yeah. They don't seem... Second worst team after the Dolphins now? Yeah, the Dolphins are still much worse, but... Yeah. I think the Dolphins are the ones that have to play this Patriots team <laughs> next God. week. Oh man, it's um like although it pains me to see the Patriots continually doing well, um the the the, the drama and fun around this is uh it's just it's it makes for a very interesting season. There's a lot of intrigue surrounding this and I just can't wait to see what happens. Uh Hopefully not much for the Patriots. I hope it blows up in their face, but the NFL season's here. It is. It starts in about 15 hours. 
Yes. Woo. Looking forward to that. Anyway, do you have anything else to add to this one, Darren? Or can we wrap it up? No, we can wrap it up. All right, then. Well, thanks very much for the, the emergency podcast there, man. I appreciate it. And uh, I hope that everyone else will join us uh, on... Oh, God, when are we going to put this up? Uh, Wednesday morning our time? I don't know. We'll get up as soon as we can after the uh, Monday night games. And, uh, yeah, and enjoy yourselves. See you then. See you. Bye. Yeah.